Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode. This week's been a little bit weird, I'd say. A little odd, a little predictable. Um, but I've been busy trying to get like a lot of, um, I don't know, like it feels like a weird place I've been in where I'm starting to put the effort like in, like see the results of everything I've been working towards. And it feels like a scary moment because I've never really done anything like this before. And normally when I feel this way, I listen to an episode of um, Aware and Aggravated from Leo Skeppi. And this week he was also kind of talking about a low week that he was having as well. So it inspired me to just want to sit down and just make this episode because I wasn't sure what I wanted to talk about this week. And I feel like this week has just been a little bit of a lull for a lot of people. Um, It's really currently raining as I'm even talking about this too. But I want to talk about that feeling that we're all looking for when we're feeling like this, when we're feeling low, when we're feeling uncertain, when we're feeling depressed, and we feel so lost or so stuck and so unsure of what's going to happen or what to expect for our lives and for ourselves. And I think it can be kind of scary to even be in the position where you know you've checked all the right boxes, you've been doing all the right things, or that at least you believe are the right things. And you're just not sure of if it's good enough. So with this episode, I kind of want to talk about what that feeling is and also the cycle that we always kind of fall into when we're trying to make a change in our lives and maybe kind of even break down why we do it. So stick with me till the end and we'll figure this journey out together. Um, But basically, we're all chasing some sort of feeling because we all are looking for a way to feel better about things. And the reason we chase this feeling initially, too, is we're not feeling satisfied in our current lives, right? We're feeling as though we're missing something. And a lot of this has to do with when we live in a lack mindset. And what that means is you're focusing on what you don't have. You're not focusing on what you do have, what you should be grateful for. And I'm not going to tell you guys, oh, you should be grateful for. You need to write more about gratitude and yada, yada. Obviously, be grateful and show gratitude for the things that you're appreciative I'm not saying you don't have to be grateful for things. Gratitude, I think, is a huge aspect in acknowledging what we do have, how we are, um, how we can show appreciation to, and how we can make light of situations so we just don't feel so lost and so wrong about ourselves and in our own lives. But for this episode, I'm talking about when we're feeling like, well, what the fuck do I do next? And life just feels hard. When we feel like everything, like things aren't going our way, the answers aren't clear to us and there's just such confusion we're just looking for that little support and yeah we're gonna get angry we're gonna feel like the whole world's against us and it's totally normal to feel that way and to have those feelings so when we're focusing on this area of lack we're focusing on that space of when everything is just seeming to go wrong and we just feel like we can't catch a break that is when we feel that area of lack of focusing on everything we still don't have what's going wrong what we're feeling or what we're not feeling and how we just need something else. We need to gain something else to fix it, to feel better about ourselves in this situation. A lot of times when I get to this point with myself, I ask myself like, what would fix this? And a lot of the times I try to put in the perspective of money, like how would money fix this problem? And trying to gain a new perspective on what it is I'm feeling so wrong about. Is it myself? Is it my ideas? Is it my ambition? Is it my finances? Like What is it that I am feeling right now that I need to seek something else to feel better about it? When I first started working on my mental health, 
I remember just feeling lost. And when it came to looking for a job or what my next option was after the job I was currently in and I fucking hated it, I didn't know. And when I started putting it in the perspective of, well, I always have a choice. I put it in the perspective of what I can do, what power I already have. So instead of focusing on what I don't have, what I need still to feel better, I focused on what I could change, what autonomy I could control in this moment. So when I kind of started shifting that perspective of, okay, what can I do? That's when I started understanding what power I can control in my life and how I can make changes in my life. So sticking to that knowledge that there is always a power in choice. No matter what it is in your life, you always have a choice. You just have to learn what the outcomes are. For example, if your job is draining you and you want to quit, you can quit. The other option is to not quit and to keep getting that consistent financial flow in The other option is to quit, have the risk of not knowing what your financial situation is going to be, but bettering your mental health. So you learn how to weigh your options in that light of, okay, this is what I have been doing. It's not working. What else can I do? And a lot of times when I was working through my mental health, I was working from a very state of, I was working from a state of how do I want to find purpose in life again? How do I want to find a reason to keep going in life again? And my option was I'm going to try figuring out something that's going to make me happy and do anything else to get there or just try it. And it just became a series of trial and error over time, but it helped me learn and gain new understandings of who I am as a person, what works for me, what doesn't, and not looking at those moments as periods of failure, as periods of confusion, of being lost. We have to have periods of loss and of confusion in order to grow, to gain that knowledge and make those confusing points less confusing because when we go through those experiences and we allow ourselves to reflect on those experiences we are acknowledging that this is happening what am I experiencing and explaining that almost to ourselves through it I like to say like we're explaining ourselves to it it's like a little lesson like you would in school the way your teacher would read something about it and be like okay this is the lesson that's what I like to do when I go through things especially hard shit especially shit that I'm so uncertain of so confused about and things that focus on change ultimately because change is new it's uncertain so we haven't experienced it yet we don't have any understanding of it yet and the best thing we could do when something is new when something is changing is to gain that understanding gain that knowledge of it so we can better equip ourselves for it and prepare ourselves mentally and physically because of it if you think about it it's like prepping for a hurricane like how you evacuate you put your sandbags up and We know those steps and what to do when it comes time to flee the area or when that happens. We know the flags, we know the warning signs, and we know how to act upon it. When something new happens, like if we had flying sharks, if Sharknado magically became real, how the fuck, we would not know how to prepare for that unless it was from the direct film because that's the best experience we are aware of. And through these experiences, It's okay to not know the answer. It's okay not to know the outcome and it's okay to feel silly and like a failure through it. But ultimately you have to understand for yourself that you are not a failure. You are doing nothing wrong through this period of growth because you are merely experiencing it. And all you could do when you experience something new is learn from it and learn how to be better and do better because of it. 
when we're feeling these moments of low where we feel like we need to do change, but change feels too scary because we don't know what to do next, it can feel kind of hopeless because all of our other options are exhausted. We tried all these other ways of trying to do things right and they all failed us. Again, if you're looking for a job and let's say you were in marketing and you hated marketing, so you tried graphic design, tried freelance, tried advertising, tried consulting and all of those options failed you, it's try to look at what else is out there and not focus on that moment of hopelessness. Because when all of our other options that we knew could be plan A, plan B, plan C, plan D, that's everything you knew in the past as being provable, there has to be another way to keep going. There has to be another option. These are just a select few that you've experienced this far in your life that you've been made aware of. It's like talking again about what's realistic and what reality even is. And I've said this before, and I like to say that reality is just fake, essentially, that it is a construct of our imagination. And it's because of those believed limitations that we put on that reality, we put as right or wrong. So if you only know that marketing, advertising are valuable jobs in society, those are the only things you're going to look at as being a valuable employer is working for a marketing and advertising job. Instead of looking at all these other ways there are to make a difference in this world, to make money, to find passion, to find purpose in this world. And when you open your view that there are so many other ways to do things that you had this one select way of viewing it, it relieves that pressure of, I'm not so wrong. There's nothing bad about me. It's just I haven't learned this new area of growth for myself yet. And it's focusing on that yet that I think is so important. Because that yet tells us this is all we know thus far in our lives. You only have the knowledge of a 20-year-old person when you're 20. And when we gain knowledge, when we grow because of the experiences we have, That is how we learn to be better people, how we can add value to ourselves and to our concept of what's realistic. So when I quit my marketing job, and even when I started to look into freelancing, those to me felt like the only two options I had when it came to having a successful career path based on my education and based on my history. I had no idea about life coaching, about public speaking, about even starting a podcast. These were all ideas that I knew other people could do, but it didn't seem fitting to me and my lifestyle at that time. And like anything in life, shit changes. And I had to change because of it. And I had to grow as a person because of it. And if anything, I am so grateful for those experiences. I am so grateful for those moments of lostness and confusion because if anything, it's given me more understanding and more validity and the person I am today because of that, because I know how hard it was for me to get to this point and to have this clarity, to have this understanding of, oh, I get why I had to go through that now, or, oh, I get why that path didn't work out for me, or, oh, I get why that outcome had to happen the way it did. It's so I could be the person I am today. So I could learn these lessons, interpret these understandings, and just overall learn how to be a better version of myself because of it. And that is honestly the person who I have grown to love, grown to accept the most, and I wouldn't change it for the world. So I want everyone to have that same understanding for themselves and looking at those events in the history of your life and have more compassion and have more empathy for you so you can start looking at those experiences as opportunities to learn from, for you to grow from, and for you to learn how to be a better person because of them. 
even when we're feeling stuck, when we're feeling like we're so wrong, you are not wrong as a person. And in fact, when we label ourselves as being good or bad, we're fitting this limited reality once again of something you once believed to be bad is just one single view of it. You can always learn how to do better. Even if you, it's something that you've made a mistake on in the past, you can learn from that mistake and do better because of that. And just because that outcome happened once, it doesn't mean it has to repeat itself. It means that you can take that knowledge and keep charging the mountain forward with it because you now you have this way of working. You have this way of how one outcome could happen and you have infinite other ways of trial and error that you can keep going on. When you give yourself more compassionate, oh, this is just one area to a certain outcome, it'll give you the confidence to keep going with what you want, especially when it comes to wanting to go after your dreams or have a sense of purpose. It starts with knowing that you deserve better and that better does exist. It just hasn't happened yet. Knowing that better does exist helps me hang on to the fact to keep going and to keep trying and finding new ways of that were going to make me happy finding new areas of myself that I love and just learning how to discover myself in new ways until I was able to realize who I kind of like who I am and I'm still learning who I am every fucking day and I think we all are I think learning about ourselves and self-love is a constant journey and it's going to be continuous throughout our whole lives and it's not going to be done until we're deceased so I don't think there's ever a final destination we're going to reach but to keep chasing of the feeling that happiness does exist and I deserve it and when we fuel ourselves with self-compassion and self-love it sets that desire on fire even more because now we know how good we are as a person how lovable we are and that as someone that is so lovable we deserve to be happy in this life and in and for our future so just because something isn't working out the way you want to now and that you feel like this constant state of despair of depression of whatever it is that makes you feel stuck and hopeless in life it is temporary like anything else it is temporary right now and better does and will exist for you when you start to try for yourself when we give up on ourselves we're living in that state of woe. we're playing the victim in our own story And we're allowing ourselves to be in this pit of despair and saying that we're not good enough in living in that state of lack. We're not focusing on, oh, this is just a moment in time. I'm still learning how to get through this moment. And when we're going through those moments of I'm not good enough, I need this, I need that. It's a sign to look inwards and to say, okay, yes, everything is going on. It sucks. It's hard. It's this, it's that but I am this, I can do this and take autonomy of what you can control in this moment. With change, we have to know what we can do to prove ourselves and what we can continue to be resilient through and holding ourselves accountable for, I know I deserve better. And it's that real resilience that will pull you through that. Hold on to the fact that you deserve better and push through that moment of scarcity and lack and hopelessness and being like, Yes, this is scary. Yes, this sucks. But I am hanging on to that little bit of hope, that silver lining, that little light, that better is on the other side. And as corny as it sounds, I do think it's valid to say that you have to let the light shine in and let that light be your guidance, your own love, your own sense of love, your own sense of happiness and whatever that may be. As silly and ridiculous as that sounds, 
being delusional can be so beneficial in this because it helps you get to that mindset of what is good and what is possible and what you actually want in this world. When we live in our state of delusion, we allow ourselves to be as careless and carefree with our imagination and almost have that opposite effect that when we think of it with reality, for example, where all of a sudden we have all this freedom, we have all this creativity and all this space to just be who we are and say what we want and declare what we want. I know this is kind of leaning more into manifestations now, but and that's like kind of how you have to set that goal and set that vision for yourself and get clear on what you actually want in this world, no matter how crazy, no matter how outlandish it may seem. Crazier shit has always happened. I mean, we see movies all the fucking time, and I think it's crazy how similarities there are in real life with it. So I never think that your dreams are too crazy or too wild for this world or for this planet because I guarantee you, babes, crazier shit has happened and has already been experienced. So this is just one possibility in life that can happen to you and change that perspective. What can happen? What is a possibility? It's anything. When you start opening your mind up to that, embracing this change allows you to embrace this moment of feeling good again, of feeling hopeful again. And although we can't control the outcome in every sense, in order to keep this feeling of possibility, embracing change and knowing that you are going to pull yourself out of the state of woe, no matter the outcome. The reason I think that when we want to set goals for ourselves, why they feel so cyclical all the time is we're afraid of uncertainty. When something, when we're feeling bad about ourselves, we go back to what's familiar and what we can control. And a lot of the times it's because we want to self-blame, self-criticize because we can only control our own actions and have autonomy over our own decisions and our own reactions because of it. We're not allowing ourselves the grace of our strengths, of acknowledging how hard it was to get through a situation of how life can be hard. Self-hate is such a societal norm that I think really needs to be changed because just as easy as we are to hate on ourselves and to focus on what we did wrong, we could flip the switch and focus on everything we did right, of everything we're good at, everything we can continue to be good at, and leverage our strengths versus beating ourselves up about something that happened in the past. We can't control the past, so all we could do is grow from it. And it's how we learn to grow from it that we can add value to our strengths. And oftentimes, too, when we feel like these state of woes, that's when we kind of dive back into old patterns, into old behaviors, especially when we take a chance on something and we aren't seeing that desired outcome that we want. We all want to see that instant gratification on the first, second attempt even. And the reality of it is it may take a couple chances. We're all not going to be viral one day and hit a million subscribers just because one video blew up. But being consistent at what we do and knowing that as easy as it ch- as easy as the chance is to succeed the chance of not getting your desired outcome is also as equal and not allowing yourself to feel defeated because of that 50-50 shot cuz every time you're going to take a chance on something you have that 50-50 chance you have that 50-50 choice and it's going to happen or it's not going to happen but to continue to persevere and to continue to learn from those moments of growth and being like I am not a failure. This just just wasn't the desired outcome yet. This is what I learned from it. And keep going and keep going until you feel like that, okay, I did it or okay, I've exhausted all options. Let's try again. 
but trust in the uncertainty and trust in yourself ultimately. When we don't see the desired outcome we always want, we're going to immediately deem ourselves a failure sometimes. And through that, it's okay sometimes to say that, but also acknowledge that you can learn from this and try again and to not give up on yourself. Because when you give up on yourself, you're accepting that failure. You're not allowing yourself to grow through it or even understand it and maybe even reflect on it. Because if the outcome you wanted to happen didn't happen and you're just mad about it, you're just like, fuck this, I'm not going to try it again. You're just going to be angry about it and hold on to that as a moment of regret, as a moment of failure. Instead of picking yourself up and trying again, you're living in that state of fucking woe. You have to remind yourself that trying something new is a risk and the outcome is unpredictable. And knowing all you can do is control the way you react to the situation is all you can do. So whether that reaction be, I'm a failure, I'm a fuck up, I did this wrong, I did that wrong, or... You could look at it as being like, okay, this method didn't work. This is maybe why it didn't work. What could I do to try again and hope for better in the future? And assessing those methods, assessing your choices. And know that you always have a power to choose to do better and to choose you ultimately. When you put yourself first, when you learn that you yourself are a valuable person that you are worth taking chances on. You hold yourself to that new standard of what your value is. And when you focus on something, when you prioritize something, you're going to hold it to a higher standard. It's like when we have a crush on someone. You don't really know this person, but it's that excitement. It's that desire that you want to get to know them. Hold yourself to that same level of importance as you do from your first fucking Tinder date. Think about how easy it is for you to put someone you go on one date with or even are just in a talking stage with. And know that you on your own are worth so much more than that person. No hate or shame to them and whoever they may be. But just because you have known yourself your entire life, you should give yourself the validation and the credit for how hard that's been. For how resilient you are in getting yourself to where you are today. As a person, you deserve to be happy and to have a good life that makes you happy but you have to be willing to work for it, especially if you're living, especially if you're aiming for a life above average, I like to say, where you don't want to feel stuck all the time, where you want to feel like you're living life with a sense of purpose, with a sense of freedom, creativity, happiness, whatever it may be. That's the place I'm in. And that's why I kind of make these episodes is I don't want to be someone that just settles for the bare minimum that settles for what easy. I want to go after my dreams. I want to go after what makes me happy. What sets my soul on fire. Because I know that's the only way that's going to make me happy and sustainably happy for the long term. And when I say sustainably happy, I mean getting to a place where I know I can be consistent in my work and in showing up for myself in the material I bring and the way I work too. But living a life above average, you have to be willing to take risks and to take a chance on that unknown and to step out of everything you do know and take a chance on, well, what else is out there? What else can I do to get myself to a better place? And I've always trusted my gut and what that feels like, not necessarily even what that looks like, but based on the feeling of, well, this way made me feel so wrong, so lost, so stupid. What is any other way I can give a chance on it and to try again? And it's that constant saying of, let me just try again. Let me do this again. Let me try another way. It's because I learned how to trust myself and because I learned how to trust the outcome and not know and knowing that that outcome wasn't certain that it wasn't guaranteed. 
but I knew that everything I put into my work, if I knew I was giving it 100%, I was giving it my all. And that no matter what the outcome is, I can learn and take that and keep going forward. And being like, okay, this didn't work out the way I wanted to. What did I feel like I did good? And what do I feel like I can do better? And how can I try again? The goal is to get to a place where you feel comfortable taking risks because you know you'll be resilient through them no matter the outcome. When you learn how to trust yourself, to take care of yourself, to pull yourself back up on your two feet and know that saying, yes, this sucked. Yes, this was hard, but you are a resilient ass bitch and you are going to do better because of it. And you are a better person already because you gave it your all because you put in the work and maybe it wasn't the outcome that you wanted, but it wasn't because you weren't enough. It's because you haven't gotten to where you're ready yet and that you have more area to grow, that you have more area to learn from. And not that it's an area of lack that you have to add to your knowledge, but add patience. The one thing we cannot control in this life is time. And sometimes that does include the time in acquiring the knowledge we need in order to equip ourselves for this opportunity to be successful, to have our dreams come true, to fulfill our purpose. No one wakes up being the artist, being the creator that they are. Look at any musician, any painter, any public figure. They did not wake up. They were not born being this person right out of the womb. It took time to grow, to become, and to actually learn how to be this person and even continuing to learn how to be that person. So have patience, have compassion for yourself, and ultimately learn just how to love yourself a little bit more. Because when you learn how to love yourself too, it just makes everything feel a little bit easier. Because when you have someone to love, life just feels better. Life just feels like everything's going to be okay. And when you learn how to be your own number one, your own love, it's so much easier because it feels like you can give yourself everything that you feel you're lacking in this moment. I always like to look at it as if it was little me or if it was like my best friend, like how would I want to be taking care of them when they're going through this and treating myself as if it were them. Because in a way too, little you is still living inside of you. And it's just learning how to love yourself in that way where maybe no one's shown you that yet. But ultimately, the more you learn how to trust yourself through self-love and self-compassion, the more willingness you're going to be at wanting to take risks, at wanting to step out of your comfort zone and step out of living a normal life or settling for your life. I think no matter who you are as a person, there gets to be a point where you feel like there's something more that life has to offer. And when it feels hopeless or no one's giving you answers, no one's showing you the right direction, the right choices you feel, that's when we fall into these pits of despair, of hopelessness. And sometimes it is just hanging on to that fact that better does exist. I'm just having a hard time seeing it that way now. And looking at things as time is something we can't control so we could say things are temporary and that better will come. I'm going to leave it at that right now. I hope this episode helps and I love you all so much. So if you like this podcast, please give me a five-star rating. And if you like everything you hear, please give me a follow on TikTok and Instagram. I'm going to link both my socials below. And also send me a DM if there are other episodes you'd like to listen to. And uh, other content that you'd like me to see, that you'd like to see from me. I'm also going to link my YouTube below as well, my YouTube channel below, where I'll be posting content regarding life coaching and also just little personal snippets of my own life. 
and shit if you're trying to figure out how to get better for yourself and just looking for a little YouTuber that talks a lot of shit in her car, that's me, babe. So enjoy. And if you're interested in booking a one-on-one life coaching session with me to maybe help work through some of this stuff on your own and you need a little assistance with it, you can either send me a DM, send me an email, or message me through my website, also linked below. Other than that, I hope you all have an amazing week, an amazing weekend, and you can all learn how to love yourselves a little bit more. So that's going to be it. Again, I love you all so much, and I'll talk to you all next week. Bye.